Our learning objective is to describe the nine-step investment process and identify the six common components of an investment policy statement. Now, the first step in the nine-step investment process is certainly the most important, and that is to understand the client's goals. That without understanding the client's goals, everything else you do is just not going to really be that effective. Then we identify a target rate of return. You agree on the time horizon with the client. You understand the client's tolerance for and capacity for risk. Tolerance is how much risk that they can tolerate, that they believe they can tolerate. Capacity is how much risk they should be able to take given their financial situation. Sometimes these two are a match, sometimes tolerance exceeds capacity, and sometimes capacity exceeds tolerance. Next, uh, in the investment process, uh, the planner would define the asset classes, then determine an appropriate asset allocation, and then create the investment policy statement which lays out in writing these previous steps and then select the investment vehicles themselves and finally and always last is to monitor and adjust uh, the investments as needed. Within the asset allocation decision uh, there are two types of asset allocation. The first is strategic asset allocation. Within an organization, the strategic asset allocation should always be set at the highest possible level. So in the case of a uh, company or a nonprofit or any other entity, the board of directors or the board of trustees is the one that should ultimately approve the strategic asset allocation. Normally, a strategic asset allocation is done with just broad categories. The most common broad categories we use are stocks, bonds, and cash. And of course, by cash, we always mean the money market instruments. The strategic asset allocation should be defined with broad percentage ranges. So it's not exactly 50, 40, 10 it will be 50 give or take a certain amount. A strategic asset allocation should be rarely changed. If it's changed somewhat frequently, it's not really a strategic asset allocation. The whole point in setting a strategic asset allocation is to determine the overall portfolio's level of risk. That is, Think of the, the strategic asset allocation as trying to establish which portfolio on the efficient frontier that you want to hold. So it's a risk-return trade-off uh, decision that you are making with a strategic asset allocation. It is not a beat-the-market type of decision. That falls to what we call the tactical asset allocation. Tactical asset allocations 
are usually made for the purpose of beating the market rather than setting the desired level of risk exposure. They are usually made more frequently and they uh, may be characterized by many more asset categories than you would find in a strategic asset allocation. Let's consider some true-false questions. The first step of the nine-step investment process is to understand the client's goals. Boy, is that one ever true. Tactical asset allocation decisions are made more frequently than strategic ones. Again, that would be true. Strategic is the overall, it should be rarely altered, it's really a long-term uh, decision. Tactical are, can be over much shorter time periods. Strategic asset allocation decisions always specify exact weights for each category, such as 60, 30, 10. That would be false, because strategic asset allocations always give allowance for some variation in the market values within each asset category. 